Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine. And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. It's the neighborhood that hopes to land Utah's professional baseball team. The question becomes, how do we pay for this? I'm thumbs down on it because of taxation. If it's building a Major League Baseball stadium, I love all the taxes. A live broadcast from Salt Lake's Power District. This is an in-depth look at the visions for a pro team in Utah, the future of Salt Lake's West Side, and the people who live there. Here are Dave Noriega and Debbie Dejenovic on KSL News Radio. We are literally broadcasting right across the street, live um, from where the ballpark is proposed uh, to be built. If we can secure a Major League Baseball team, a billion dollars of taxpayer money would be um, put toward that stadium. Utah lawmakers in the throes of ironing this uh, legislation out. Uh, that would secure that funding through a hotel room tax, just an increase in the hotel room tax. Um, but it's gone back. It's going back to committee this afternoon, according to the we last check-in in the nine o'clock hour. So they haven't passed it yet. But I really want to talk about the the tax implications of a ballpark, and we're going to get an expert on the line in just a moment who can really dive into the details on this, Dave. And I want I'm hoping that he can help you eat your words. Like if it's a major league ballpark, I'm for all the taxes. <laughs> I'm especially for all the Debbie Dujanovic taxes. <laughs> I, I hope they tax you to twelve different ways. No, I, I, I'm so excited about it. it, and this is why I have to separate my emotion from the logic because my emotion says spend everything. I don't care whatever it takes to get baseball here, whatever it takes to get hockey here, NFL, whatever, because I, I love the sports teams. But we need to be practical about it. We need to really crunch the numbers and find out what it really means and how it's going to impact the everyday Utah. Steve Young um, is a qu- is a quarterback. Hi, Steve. <laughs> Hi, Debbie. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, you, this isn't this isn't you're not you're not like calling us from San Francisco from from the from the Forty ers locker, are you? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that Steve Young, but I, I, I love football, I love baseball, and ha- happy to talk all I can about I, I, it. I love, I love, I saw, I saw your name pop up on my email earlier, like a couple of days ago, and I thought, oh, Steve Young, <laughs> you have the same name, but you have. He a, is a lawyer. You are an attorney, <laughs> yeah, but you are, uh, you're a partner with Holland and Hart and chair of the state and local tax committee of the American Bar Association. We're so grateful to have you on the line and uh, be able to tap into your expertise on this, because Dave and I. I uh, don't know a lot about taxes, uh, but you do, and you've been looking over the details of how uh, this proposal could impact us when it comes to taxes. So we're going to let you take it away. That sounds great. Happy to help. And yeah, my name is uh, Steve Young, and people always ask me if I'm Steve Young, a football player, and because I used to be the punter at the University of Utah, I just tell them, yes, I am. Oh, cool. (laughs) Well, Well, awesome. Do you still live in Utah, Steve? I, I do, and I also look a lot like Ty Detmer, so some people will approach me and ask if I'm Ty Detmer, and I tell them, I'm sorry, I'm Steve Young. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Tell us what you know about the tax issue on this. Well, uh, certainly a very interesting tax issue, and as you said, there's about a $900 million tax increase that would flow through to Utahns uh, if this bill passes for the funding of that stadium. 
but in my view, I, I deal with tax policy often and as part of my profession as a tax attorney. And in, in my view, this type of tax is the best type of tax for this type of thing as you look around the country because it's functionally a user fee because most of the tax comes from the ballpark district. It sounds like you're there today looking out your window at that district. And if, you know, if you go to that district and participate in, uh, you know, activities at the district, then you're the one that's going to be paying those taxes. Uh, the only exception to that is the um, two statewide increases in the hotel tax by 1.92% and the motor vehicle rental tax by 1.5%. And the legislature's logic on those two is that those are largely paid by out-of-state residents coming into the state to stay in the hotels or to rent cars. And those are not going to be uh, hit on Utah residents. So, so there will be no overall property tax, sales tax, income tax increase on the general Utah residents for the funding of the stadium. It'll just be uh, increased taxes for hotels statewide, motor vehicle rental taxes statewide, and then everything else, including the new pretty substantial 15% hotel tax is just within the district. All the, the property taxes within the district will go to fund uh, this stadium for a period of years, uh, but, but people outside the district really, really will not be funding the stadium at all. Now that, that's a crucial component that I don't think we've, we've explained uh, well enough that uh, sure, you know, for for those folks living in in Weber County, it's going to cost you, or it's going to cost the tourists an extra buck fifty, you know, or two dollars for every hundred dollars they spend. But if you're actually here in the district, then it jumps up to fifteen percent. So how does that affect some of the existing? companies and restaurants and, and businesses that are here right now, are they going to get tapped or is this only for the new builds? Yeah, that, that new significant hotel tax of, of 15% and that, that replaces, you know, that, that that's a little bit higher than the, the current hotel tax around the, the state, but that basically replaces all the other hotel taxes. So it'll still be a pretty similar rate in the district to other hotel taxes, uh, statewide, but those hotel taxes, both the one within the district and the statewide 1.92%, only happen if the team comes to Utah. So if if Utah is not selected for a major league team by the year 2030, then none of those taxes go into effect. It's all contingent on Utah winning that bid for a new team, which is, I think, an important element. Does it affect, because we're looking out the window right now, we're seeing a lot of apartment buildings being built. Does it affect those at all, or is this strictly being used, or would that that 15% tax go toward uh, hotels only? The property tax that's charged within the district, so on those apartment buildings and so forth, that will start to go into uh, what's called an improvement district to revitalize the area. And that money can be spent however that agency that controls that district decides. Uh, and, and, you know, building the stadium could be part of that, uh, other use of that. But it, it won't raise their property taxes at all. It'll be the same amount. It's just that instead of going to the school district and the, the, the county general fund, it, those property taxes will just go into this special fund to be used for the district itself. So, so th- there will be no tax increase there. It's just reallocation of taxes that are already paid. There is a, 
what we call a, an energy sales and use tax. So any use of energy within the district of a 6% tax that already exists, that will also be reapportioned to uh, uses that the district decides, which could go to the stadium or, or anything they want. Uh, there's also a telecommunications license tax of 3.5%. That will continue to be uh, charged within the district, but that will be reallocated. So by and large, there's all the taxes for that apartment building already exist. And instead of going to the uses for which they were already going, then they'll just be re reallocated and go to, to revitalize the district in any way the, the agency governing that district decides. And I guess you could argue, well, okay, so somebody else around that area is going to have to raise some other tax to pay for those reallocation of funds. That, that would be the, the argument. Um, but, but in terms of raising taxes on those, those apartment buildings, no, it, it's just pretty, the, the new taxes are the hotel tax, uh, and the motor vehicle rental tax. Steve, um, by the way, our listeners are just tuning in. This is Steve Young. He's a partner with Holland and Hart and chair of the state and local tax committee of the American Bar Association, really helping us break down uh, the taxing issues related to building an MLB stadium um, on the west side where Dave and I are broadcasting live in Salt Lake City. And Steve, I have about four or five other questions and our backs are against the wall with our clock here. Um, so we're out of time, but uh, is there a way that our producer can get with um, you uh, later in the day and we can schedule more time with you later in the week to have you back on the show to ask you a few more questions um, about, like you talked about the property taxes. I got more questions there. I want to know if you feel like from your uh, level of expertise, if we're going to be able to generate enough money uh, for that billion dollar price tag that uh, Utah taxpayers uh, are probably going to be looking at uh, by the end of the day or at least the end of the week once Utah lawmakers uh, get this uh, plan approved. So awesome information. Steve Young, um, former punter at the University of Utah, not the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Awesome. Awesome. Um, also uh, moved on into his career. He's a partner with Holland and Hart, and he's an expert in, in taxes and tax policy. Uh, joining us live on how this is going to impact this community specifically, a lot more so than I realized when we entered that conversation. So we have several more questions. We're going to get Steve back in the conversation in the days ahead. So stay tuned for that. And straight ahead, Dave is going to break down the uh, economic impact because the promise is always, hey, you know, this is going to generate um, great um, economic boom for the area. But you found out something uh, different, Dave. Well, certainly somebody that disagrees. In, in fact, the former labor secretary for Bill Clinton chimes in. He doesn't like the stadium deals. We'll explain why.